Hey, what's going on? This is Tyson McGuffin, and welcome to The McGuffin Show, bringing you the best podcast and some of the best content in pickleball. Hope everybody's having a great day today. Um, it is currently about 30 degrees here in Coeur d'Alene and dumping snow. So, uh, you know, that, that time of the year, we're just starting to get some snow and weather's starting to get pretty cold. Um, want to thank all of our viewers for tuning in this week. Um, hope you guys enjoy this week's podcast. Um, also want to give a big shout out to um, all of our sponsors, Selkirk Sport, 1044 Pro, ASEA, Beamer Therapy, Pickle Play, Turner Grip, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, R-Bar, Salt Stick, and Jolt Therapy. And thank you guys very much for all of your continued support. Um, so uh, just got back from Newport Beach. Um, I actually got back, uh, obviously a couple weeks ago, but, uh, we're a little late on this podcast. Uh, spent about 10 days in Newport beach, uh, lovely weather down there. You know, it was, it was in the seventies. Uh, we, we stayed, uh, right on the beach there. I actually got some surfing in never, never been surfing in my life. So, um, it was quite the experience. Got, uh, had two days of surfing and I'm not going to lie by the, by the, uh, uh, last hour of surfing on day two, I was pretty stinking sore. One of those uh, things where, uh, you know, you uh, uh, felt like I was using select body parts or select muscle groups that I haven't used in a very long time. So, you know, your your typical trying out a new sport and, and body kind of uh, aching and, and feeling uh, uh, aches and pains in, in weird parts of your, of your body. But um uh, yeah, taught two day, taught two two day camps back to back. Had some good numbers. Um, campers had a great time. Uh, if you guys are looking to take a Tyson McGuffin signature PB camp in 2021, make sure to go over to my website, go to tysonmcguffin.com, and get yourself signed up for a camp in 2021. Invest in yourself. Um, but uh, so yeah, so Newport. Uh, 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 so, you know, played, uh, played the tournament there, played the uh, Newport Beach Winter Open. Uh, Pat uh, Rolfs and Charlotte Sida uh, ran, uh, ran a great tournament, did a great job of uh, uh, keeping everybody safe, did a great job um, with, uh, you know, uh, making sure that people were social distancing. Uh, I want to give a big shout out to the tournament staff, D. Davidson, Melissa McCurley, Everybody who helped, uh, uh, you know, make that tournament great. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, uh, obviously want to thank all the volunteers and uh, anybody working behind the scenes that, uh, that, that doesn't get seen, obviously. Uh, big, big shout out to you guys. I know uh, running tournaments and, and getting things organized and tournament preparation and all that stuff is not easy. So uh, as, a, as a player, we greatly appreciate you. Um, but uh uh, yeah, so beautiful club there, Newport Beach. Uh, looks like they're running. They're uh, uh, looking to do some stuff next year. They're going to run a little, a little tour, uh, kind of out of their club. Um, they're going to run some, uh, run some lead up tournaments to like a year end championship. Um, kind of like what USAPA does or PPA does, but Newport is just kind of keeping it in house and in club and uh, kind of doing their own unique, creative uh, uh, tournament style. Um, kind of kind of format for the year so um and and i would i would say out of all the clubs that i've traveled through i would say that the newport club is probably the most advanced as far as 
uh, pickleball programming, membership, running events, scheduling, uh, uh, bringing in pros for, uh, for clinics and things of that nature. So they uh, definitely have their, have their stuff together and they're super active and um, uh, definitely love their pickleball there in Newport beach. Uh, but uh, it always helps having somebody lead the charge in Charlotte, does a very splendid job there in Newport beach of leading the charge and, and helping coordinate all the events and, and things of that nature. So, uh, so, so camps coming up for 2021, I'm just going to go through some dates here. Um, uh, dates just got listed on, uh, the TysonMcGuffin.com website. So make sure, make sure to check that out. Uh, so my name's Mona. I just got finished with a two day camp with Tyson here at Newport beach. And it was amazing. I had a previous uh, opportunity to have a camp with him back in October. Great information as well. Implemented those um, ideas that he shared with me as, uh, from that camp. And then got a whole bunch of new ideas as I progressed in my game here today. And so I have more tools in my toolbox and that's really not possible without attending the camp, without playing with Tyson and having him see me one-on-one, it's, it's a great opportunity. I would highly recommend it. I'm gonna say Mona, thank you so much. You were such a sweetheart. Yes. yes. Thank you. Um, but I'm just gonna go through uh, a couple of dates for, for next year. Not gonna name them all, but uh, uh, a, a couple of things that we have in the pipeline. We partnered in with PPA. We also partnered in with Chicken and Pickle. Um, so uh, six out of the 16 PPA events, we're gonna be running um, level specific camps on the Monday, Tuesday after. So if there's anybody out there that's uh, traveling or are planning to play any PPA events next year, be sure to maybe tack on a two-day camp uh, on that Monday, Tuesday after your tournament. Uh, we, we would love to have you. Okay, so the PPA events are going to be running for 2021 uh, is uh, PPA Mesa, which is February uh, 22nd, 23rd. The next PPA event we're going to be running is uh, March 15th and 16th. That's the PPA in St. George. Uh, and then we have one in Newport Beach, uh, April 5th and 6th. Let's see here. We have another one in Atlanta uh, right after the Atlanta tournament. That's May 24th and 25th. We also have the uh, PPA event in uh, Dallas. That's September 4th and 5th. And then we have the year-end championships in Las Vegas, October 25th and 26th. Um, also, too, some camps that we have coming up. We partnered in with Chicken and Pickle. Uh, super excited and a great little destination, uh, destination, um, you know, camp. Uh, so the first uh, PPA, or sorry, the uh, first Chicken and Pickle camp that we're going to be running is February 1st and 2nd. The next one is March uh, uh, first to the fourth, and that's in Wichita. We have another chicken and pickle, uh, camp coming up in March as well. And that's, uh, March 22nd to the 25th. That's in San Antonio. And then in April, actually, uh, uh, looks like we're hitting all chicken and pickles, um, uh, in the year of 2021. And we're actually hitting them, uh, kind of all back to back through February, uh, from February through April. And the last one that we're going to be running is uh, April 26th to the 29th. And that's in Kansas City, Missouri. So uh, viewers out there, be sure to uh, 
check out those camps. Um, I was super excited about both of those partnerships and I'm uh, excited to see uh, kind of where that goes. Newport tournament. Um, so overall, I know I had a great experience. Uh, I also played pretty well. I ended up taking silver in mixed doubles with Callie Smith and then ended up taking bronze with uh, Riley Newman in men's doubles. But uh, yeah, overall, uh, great day of mix for me. Uh, that was Callie and I second time playing together. Um, definitely makes my job uh, fairly easy when I'm playing with somebody of uh, Callie's caliber. But um, yeah, I thought I thought we played uh, really well all day. Callie's really easy to play with. Uh, she kind of lets me play the tactician role. Uh, she kind of lets me mold uh, uh, mold her kind of you know into into whatever uh, whatever player is going to work for that match. So she's she's very open about um, about certain little changes in her game. Uh, you know, if she's uncomfortable going head to head with somebody, or uh, if she's if she's not comfortable going cross court with the girl. Um, so, uh, yeah, Kelly's got a wide range of tools in her toolbox and, uh, it's nice that she can adapt and, and use variety in her game. Uh, and it, and it definitely helped against, uh, you know, uh, different teams and stuff like that. So, um, but yeah, you know, it was nice to, nice to get a W over, uh, Miss Jardine and, uh, and Ben, uh, that is my first time beating, uh, those are, I guess that's my first time beating them in mixed. I've beaten Simone in mixed a couple times, but uh, uh, the previous times that I beat Simone in mixed was with Kyle. So uh, obviously uh, Ben is a much different character than Kyle. Uh, nothing against Kyle at all, but uh, Ben is Ben is the prodigy of the sports for sure. Um, so uh, yeah, it was kind of funny. Carl Schmitz, uh, who also did a great job. Shout out to Pro Pickleball. Carl Schmitz uh, did all the, all the live stream for... Uh, for the Newport tournament. And, uh, it was kind of funny. The, the morning of mix Carl Schmidt threw out some statistics on, uh, Facebook threw up like a little, uh, I don't know, just like a, like a little post on Facebook. And basically it said it listed, uh, uh over the last two years, how many matches Simone and Ben have won won and lost. And then how many games they have won and lost over the last two years. And I believe it was like 53 and two, and then games one to games lost was like 110 to 10. So I made sure it wasn't going to be 53 to two, if you know what I mean. Uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, so we gave them their third loss. Uh, I'm giving Callie all the credit. I, I played my little sliver and let her do her thing. Wink, wink. Um, no, I would say... Uh, I would say that's that's one of the first times in a while where I put my big boy pants on and actually played some decent mixed. Uh, you know, I I have that ability. I've always had that ability, but uh, um, I think uh, uh, I've kind of let my foot off the gas a little bit. I haven't been as aggressive, um, you know. And I uh, I think I kind of let my girl try to dictate a little too much. Nothing nothing wrong nothing wrong with that. But if you take a look at some of the best men's teams, or sorry, some of the best mixed teams out there. Um, uh, take a look at Warnick and Jesse, take a look at Matt and, and uh, Lucy, take a look at Riley and Lindsay, take a look at Ben and Simone. The guy covers 60 to 70% of the court and the guy takes a lot of balls off the girl's inside foot. So, so anyhow, so um, yeah, you know, I, I, I thought I would um, uh, just try to do a bit more, take some more balls off of Callie's inside foot, uh, just try to be a little louder in the middle, uh, try to be a little bigger in the middle. And with that, yeah, I was able to create a lot of ruckus. I was able to create a lot of offense just by 
you know, uh, dictating in the middle and having a big presence in the middle. I think that obviously plays a big part in mixed. But uh, yeah, I mean, we, um, yeah, I, I think against uh, Ben and Simone, we were down like 0-8 in game one and, and ended up uh, winning like 12-10 and then actually rolled in game two. But uh, game two, this is kind of interesting. Um, uh, Cali, and, and I think this is a fun little tip for the viewers. Um, Cali ended up beating Ben head to head early on in game two. And so with that being said, with her kind of setting the tone a little early in game two, uh, Ben went, Ben uh, uh, basically just stopped like attacking her. Uh, and, and it's funny how if you get beat just a couple times, how we can send a message to your opponent that they shouldn't look to do that same play. But, uh, you know, take a look at Ben. Ben has some of the best hands in the game. Take a look at Callie. Callie has some of the best hands in the game on the female side. And uh, kudos to Callie. I mean, I, I think Callie's one of the one of the few girls that, that can beat Ben head-to-head. -head. And, I mean, Ben uh, really can beat anybody head-to-head. -head. And so for, for him to let his foot off the gas and not be aggressive at Callie, it came to show that he was obviously shaking in his boots and he was obviously feeling some, um, uh, feeling some pressure. Um, so, uh, uh, and it was kind of interesting too, actually at nine, five, it was like nine, five, two in game two. Uh, I was taking balls off of Cali's inside foot and I was hitting inside out forehand dings to, to Ben's outside foot. And I was kind of pulling Ben out of position and, uh, uh, Ben had a couple balls that he could have sped up on and he didn't. And Ben actually ended up missing a dink at like nine, five or nine, six, which, which, which got us to 10. So, uh, that is very, very unlike Mr. John's, um, and uh, yeah, I, I, I thought I thought we did a great job of of uh, opening Simone up by me taking balls off of Callie's inside foot, going inside out, pulling Ben out, and then with pulling Ben out, obviously opened up Simone. And then um, uh, what what really was the uh, d uh, difference maker was Callie beating Ben head to head early on, because we all have have been in front of Ben, and we all uh, have felt uh, a a wide. Uh, uh, or not a not a wide, but uh, we've all felt we, we we've all felt a lot of pressure against Ben head to head, and so uh, when you can beat the best player in the world head to head in his best strength or with his best skill set, uh, it definitely says a lot. So um, um, kudos to Cali, and uh, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a very good little win for us. We ended up obviously making the finals. Ended up losing to Ben and Simone in two games. And then the gain of 15, Ben, uh, as everybody saw, pulled out some of his best stuff. And I would say probably pulled out one of the sickest uh, ATP defense that I've ever uh, witnessed. And I just freaking happened to be on court. God damn it. But uh, uh, it was it was very unfortunate uh, on my side of the net seeing this slappy winner come like cross court. Uh, as a ATP defend, but uh, basically Cali was like, I can't remember what the score was. We was tight. It was like eight all, nine all. Uh, we were we were definitely in it. And uh, and and Ben uh, found a different notch in which he usually does. I'm gonna try to stop him from finding that notch in, in 2021, if you know what I mean. But uh, uh, yeah, Cali ends up uh, uh, actually like the play before. Cali hit an ATP. Ben defended. Ben popped it up. I, I slapped it for a winner. Uh, and then I'm pretty sure on the next play, same idea. Callie hits the ATP. Ben's there. Ben, I like slide over to Callie's side thinking Ben's going to float at middle. I just happen to like slide and shift middle. And then maybe 
uh, I was just leaning a little, uh, a little bit to my right, but I, but I really, I wasn't clogging Cali's side. So basically I was in a great position to cover. I was in a, a prime like singles position, you know, to, to kind of fight the battle with, uh, one versus two, if you know what I mean. And, uh, still with me being pretty central, central located in the, in the middle of the court, Ben was still able to slap one back behind me. So, uh, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. Um, but I would say what, what separates Ben from anybody else, um, and I, I'm starting to integrate it a little bit, but uh, I'm not as organized with my recounter. I would say what uh, differentiates, what separates Ben from anybody else is Ben's ability, uh, you know, when he's, when, he's taking an in, when he's taking a ball off of Simone's inside foot and he can go inside out with it, when the, when the guy can dink aggressively back cross, Ben... Uh, ben is able to, to, to basically move laterally, be, be organized, be balanced, uh, add disguise with his speed up with like a little shoulder turn as he's on the stretch, right? And uh, he's able to speed up at the girl as he's moving to his left and he's adding disguise with that, with that shoulder. And then uh, not only is his speed up halfway decent, but his recounter usually ends up being better than his initial speed up. So, that play right there, I would say, separates separates the boys from the, or sorry, separates the men from the boys. Um, and uh, um, yeah, I would say that with uh, uh, you know uh, a um, a more athletic person coming into pickleball, we're going to start seeing a lot more of that, of guys scrambling, guys kind of being off balance, or or girls scrambling, girls being off balance, but still uh, getting gathered and being able to speed up uh, you know, with all those variables or with all that scrambling taking place. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I ended up, you know, uh, losing, uh, losing to Ben and Simone in the finals, but uh, kudos to them. Ben stepped it up, uh, as he, as he usually does. And, um, um, guys, a stud guys, a stud. What do you say? Uh, and then in men's doubles played with my man, Riley Newman, um, we actually ended up rolling all the way to the finals and then and then uh um it was one of those matches where uh where it was like uh, you know, getting off this court as quickly as possible uh ben and colin ate us up spit us out kicked us around yeah it was, it was kind of a kind of a bloodbath so uh, i'm not gonna lie we did not recover after that and the next thing we know we play warnick who's Who's shoving it down your throat, uh, not only with the ball, but verbally as well. And no, I'm just kidding. Shout out to Warnick. He's he's my, he's my boy. Crime dog. Crime dog, baby crime dog. And lady crime dog. That's what he is, what he calls our whole fam. But uh, uh, yeah, Zane and Jeff uh, played super well, but I'm not going to lie. I mean, kudos to them. No discredit to, to their win at all. Um, but uh, yeah, we were, we, I think, still kind of had our heads in the, in the in the dump after after getting god beat up so bad my oh my uh fun little tip for the viewers um anytime you use or sorry anytime that you lose a match in a fashion where uh it was not very pretty and you didn't play your best and you got uh, let's say totally dominated um i would take a long look at yourself look to fully reset uh, 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 take your time before that next match. Try to try to have a full, full, uh, uh, clean slate. Get all that yucky stuff out of your head. Um, 
you know, maybe maybe even get a little hit in after um, just to kind of find your rhythm again and get yourself comfortable and gain some confidence. But something that Riley and I did is, is we ended up losing that match. We didn't talk to each other. And uh, uh, we uh, just thought that we could bring it against, you know, Zane and Zane and Jeff. And we obviously thought wrong. They uh, ended up playing super aggressive, driving every third ball, crashing, you know, crashing off the third balls. It was a lot of shake and bake. Uh, but plain and simple, we just, we never really found a rhythm. They, uh, they did a great job of making sure that, um, you know, making sure that the points were, were under five balls. There wasn't a whole lot of dinking. There was a whole lot of speeding up. And um, yeah, left a left a shit taste in my mouth. I'll tell you what. But uh, hey, it's only gonna make us tougher. It's only gonna make us stronger. Riley and I are gonna kick some ass come 2021. So super excited for that. Um, let's let's get into the instructional nugget. Uh, my instructional nugget is uh, take a look at. Uh, let's let's use uh, let's use uh, Callie Smith as a great example. Uh, she's got a very, um, I would say alert ready position. Um, but, but aside from her ready position, look at her, look at her legs. Uh, you know, she's, she's finding her most athletic self. She's using her shock absorbers, shock absorbers. Uh, I, I, uh, got that, got that, uh, I guess phrase or, or saying from DJ Howard, I'm going to give DJ a little, little shout out. Thanks DJ Howard. Hope you're well, brother. But, uh, Take a look at Callie, you know, like she's, uh, she's, she's down. She's super still. Her upper extremities are nice and quiet. You know, if she had a beverage in her non-dominant hand, she's going to keep that beverage there. If there's a bowl on top of her head, she can keep the bowl there. Plain and simple. There's no baggage. There's no variable. She's got a, a um, uh, she has a very aggressive ready position. Uh, she looks like she's going to kick somebody's ass. Um, fake it till you make it a little bit. I think that's my, that's my uh, nugget. You know, fake it till you make it. Show that you're ready. Uh, uh, show that you're tough, get, get your ready position, uh, you know, in the, in the correct spot, always be ready for the fastball, not the change up. I'm going to say that again, always be ready for the fastball, not the change up Linda Thompson. You know who you are. Shout out to Linda Thompson. But, um, yeah, so I just think, you know, like not too much can go wrong when, when, when things are nice and still things are nice and quiet. Uh, a lot can go wrong when you're adding in variables, uh, throwing up your upper extremities, uh, you know, if beverage in hand, throwing that beverage over, over your shoulder, take a look at some of the best talent in the world. Things look effortless. Things look still. Yes. Much easier said than done, but there's definitely value and definitely something to be said with uh, clean, controlled, organized body position. Okay, guys, uh, in closing here, I uh, want to thank the viewers for tuning in. Um, again, want to thank all of our sponsors here, Selkirk Sport, 1044 Pro, ASEA, Beamer Therapy, Pickle Play, Turnagrip, Voodoo Pain Relief Cream, R-Bar, Salt Stick, and Jolt Therapy. want to thank you guys for all your continued support. Uh, in closing, be a good human. Hard work makes champions. Set yourself up for success give back have faith and don't worry it's just a silly plastic ball this is the mcguffin show my name is tyson mcguffin and peace